Back by popular demand, we're going to be looking at the O antiphons, particularly Christmas Novena number two. You guys asked for it, so if you've never heard of the O antiphons before, we got you covered. Stick around. Greetings, listeners of the Latin Prayer Podcast. Welcome back for another episode. Today's episode is brought to you in collaboration with fisheaters.com. We're going to be hopping over to their website, taking a look at the O antiphons, particularly Christmas Novena number two, and I'm going to be bringing you an episode every single day this week, not only on iTunes and on Spotify, but as well on YouTube, so you can pray this novena as we finish up this third week of Advent, Gaudete week. What else is there to say except rejoice? So with that, let's dive in to Christmas novena number two, the O Antiphons. So what are the O Antiphons? Well, they go back a ways, meaning we can trace the origin of the O Antiphons back to the 6th century. That's a long time ago. And so for over 2,000 years, we've had these titles that were being used by the early church, particularly during Advent tide, to prepare the hearts and the minds of the faithful for the coming of our Lord at Christmas. Now, even though they have their origin from the very beginning, even though this tradition begins at the very beginning, we could look at the O Antiphons, the titles of our Lord, are actually taken from the Old Testament and in a couple of cases, New Testament references from the prophets of Isaiah and Micah, and I believe also in the book of Romans and in the book of the Apocalypse. So this is a beautiful ancient tradition that the church has practiced almost right from the very beginning. And... It's culminated in the hymn that we pray at Christmas all the time, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. So even if you've never heard of the O Antiphons before, you've probably sung the hymn, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, and you've heard the titles before. So what we're going to do now is we're going to hop over to the Fish Eaters website. I'll put the link in the show notes so that you can access the website and the exact page and read further because we're not going to cover everything on that page. The author of Fish Eaters has a ton of information on the O Antiphons, and I would encourage you to go on there on your own time and read all the way to the very end because it is, it is absolutely amazing what she's included in the entire text of the page. So to those of you that are not familiar with the Fish Eaters website, this is probably one of my favorite websites, and earlier, I believe it was this year, I got permission from the owner of the Fish Eaters website to turn all of their material into audio format so that good Catholic Christian people like yourselves could get this information in a more bite-sized format rather than having to sit down at a computer and scroll through it. We are sitting down at a computer today and taking a look at it, but I'm going to put the link so that you can hop straight over to this page. So just check the show notes. You'll see the link to both pages that we're going to be taking a look at today. The seven O antiphons, also called the greater antiphons or major antiphons, are prayers that come from the breveries, vespers, during the octave before Christmas Eve, a time which is called the Golden Nights. Each antiphon begins with O and addresses our Lord Jesus with a unique title which comes from the prophecies of Isaiah, also known as Isaiah, and Micaiah or Micah, and whose initial letters, when read backwards, form an acrostic for the Latin ero cras, which means tomorrow. I come. Those titles for Christ are Sapientia, Adonai, Radix Jesse, Clavis David, Oriens Rex Gentium, and Emmanuel. So why don't we take a look at these titles 
a little bit closer. I'm not going to do the disservice of reading all of this to you. I think that would be worth your time to go and read this yourself, but I would like to point out the Old Testament prophetic verses and the meanings of each of these titles. So as you can see here on fishheaters.com, if we scroll down, we have in one column the title in Latin, then we have its meaning in the second column, and then where we get this title from, which is the Old Prophetic Verses from the Old Testament. Now, the first one is Sapientia, which means wisdom. It's interesting to note that our Blessed Mother, Our Lady, is also known as the seat of wisdom. Why is that? Because she was literally the seat in which our Lord, wisdom itself, wisdom himself, sat in. And so she is often called, one of her titles, which is uh, found in the Litany of Loretto, the Seat of Wisdom. So Sapientia, Wisdom, and then both of those titles, the title of Wisdom comes from two prof prophetic verses from the, from the book of Isaiah. The second title is Adonai, which is a very, very old title of our Lord, the Lord of Israel. And again, both you find the two prophetic verses that talk about our Lord being Adonai are found in the book of Isaiah. Radix Jesse, which means the root of Jesse, you'll remember that Jesse was the father of King David, our Lord, who is many times in Scripture referred to as the son of David. His descendant fashioned his kingdom after the Davidic kingdom. So the root of Jesse has several prophecies in it. We have some from the Old Testament and from the New Testament. So Isaiah, Micah, Romans, and from the book of the Apocalypse, Revelation. Then, of course, we have Clavis David, which is the key of David, two prophecies from Isaiah, Oriens, which is the radiant dawn or the day spring. Again, we have one from Isaiah and one from Malachi in this one. Then we have Rex Gentium. So Rex Gentium means king of the Gentiles or the king of all nations. Now what's interesting about this is that most people, when you hear the word king of, they often fill in the blank, king of the Jews. Well, this title precedes that by several hundred years. Isaiah spoke of the coming of our Lord. He would not just be a king to the Jewish nation, but he would be a king to all nations, the king of the Gentiles. And then last, of course, we have Emmanuel, which means God with us. And again, that's from the book of Isaiah. So I'm not going to do you the disservice of reading all of these verses. I think it is well worth your time to go onto the website, print this portion of it out if you can, and reflect on this day after day as we lead up to Christmas. Below, we have the O antiphons in English and Latin in chant form. One is prayed each evening at Vespers time around sunset, and families can make up their own ceremonies using the O antiphons and scripture by singing or listening to sacred music, especially, which is where you've all heard of this before, the O come, O come, Emmanuel, and you can add to your Jesse tree, etc. Whatever you do, set the scene as you should with all Catholic family devotions, burn incense, lower the lights, light candles, use sacred music at appropriate times, meaningful symbols, etc. So to pray the O Antiphons the way that it's prayed in the Divine Office, you begin with the Antiphon, then you pray the Magnificat, which is included below, and then you repeat 
the antiphon. Fish Eaters goes on to say it would be wonderful if perhaps one parent can chant, or at least read, the antiphon in Latin with the second parent reading them in the vernacular afterwards. What my family's going to do is we're going to pray Christmas Novena number two. I've been overwhelmed with the kind words and the response that I got on the first Christmas Novena that I did, that video that launched, I think, a couple weeks ago, November 30th, the St. Andrew Novena, and a lot of you are praying that Novena with me and my family and the rest of the listeners of the Latin Prayer Podcast, and we'll continue to do so until the 24th of December, but because Holy Mother Church gives us the opportunity to do more during this joyful, still sort of penitential part of the Advent season, we're going to take on something more. We're going to do Christmas Novena number two, which incorporates the Oantiphons. And this Novena, you have to note, begins on December 16th. So whenever you're watching this, I'm going to launch this video early enough with the Novena videos alongside that. I'm going to put that in a playlist. You guys will be able to, to follow along right up till Christmas. So let's just take a look at the last little bit here. She's also included, in addition to the chant, if you wish to do the Vespers version, you can click on here and listen to this. Um, there's also the Magnificat in here, but these readings from Dom Prosper Geringer on the O Antiphons is a fantastic meditation. So if you find that you want to take on something more to grow deeper in your spiritual understanding of the O Antiphons, these readings are, they're amazing. You have to, you just have to trust me on this. You will not be disappointed reading alongside the, the O Antiphons with Dom Prosper Geringer. However, we're going to go back up here to, let's see where it is, Christmas Novena. We click on this link here. We say this Novena beginning on 16th of December, ending on the 24th of December. This Novena, though it starts one day earlier than the O Antiphons, it correlates with the O Antiphons in the titles used to address our Lord Jesus between the 17th to the 24th of December. It would, therefore, make a good novena to pray when your family prays the O Antiphons. So how do we pray this novena? It's very simple. We say the O Antiphon once, we recite one Our Father, one Hail Mary, and one Glory Be, and my family likes to conclude by saying the Antiphon again. And you just follow along. 16th of December, 17th of December, 18th, 19th, 20, 21st, 22nd, 23rd, 24th, and then you're done. It doesn't say here that you need to list any particular intentions. However, my family will usually pick something that we want to pray for, someone or some intention uh, that is near and dear to our hearts this Advent season and this upcoming Christmas season. So set an intention before you begin praying the novena and just take it day by day joyfully. This is one of the most beautiful novenas that you could ever pray because it spans all of history. And so with that, we're going to call this video done. However, this video is going to be followed by the very first day, December 16th, of us praying the O Antiphon. And that will be followed by one video after another every day right up till Christmas so that you can pray along with your families. So thank you again for tuning in to another episode. As is my custom, I like to finish every episode by praying for our patrons, without whom I would not be able to continue to produce content for you. So please join me in praying one Paternoster, one Ave Maria, and one Gloria for our Patreon members, our newest Patreon members. Shout out to Catherine. Thank you for joining the community for them, their family members, and their intentions. So please join me right now. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Pater Noster, qui es in Celi, sanctificetur nomen Tuum. 
Adveniat regnum tuum fiat voluntas tua sicut in cielo et in terra. Panem nostrum quotidianum da nobis hodie, et demite nobis debita nostra, sicut et nos demitimus debitoribus nostris, et ne nos inducas in tentationum, sed libera nos a malo. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tuum mulieribus et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Iesus. Santa Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in ora mortis nostrae. Amen. Gloria Patri et Filio et Spiritui Sancto, sicuterat in principio et nunc et semperet in secula seculorum. Amen. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. So there you have it, folks. Until our next episode, may God love you and Our Lady keep you.